I don't believe this. Came in off the tree and just look at this. Well, that is unbelievable. I, don't, I haven't seen that in such a long time. Dylan, and usually I am joined by my good buddy Cam, but he is not here today. You, It's just you and good old Uncle Dylan today. Um, I am not much of a talker, actually. I am kind of on the quiet side, but I will try my best to talk for about 20 to 30 minutes straight, um, which is going to be a challenge for me, but we will we will do it together. Um, a lot has happened, uh, this weekend. It's been a cold weekend for sure. And today was, today's Sunday and it's super wet outside. It's literally rained all day, has not stopped. Um, so that's cool, I guess. (laughs) Uh, So no golf today, but did get to watch a lot of the farmer's insurance open, um, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but, uh, first off yesterday, me and Cam finally had our 2v2, me and Cam versus Adam and Tony. They've been on the podcast before about, I think two weeks ago they were on here and yeah, we finally had the match and me and Cam came out victorious. Of course, Hey, I guaranteed it. Just letting y'all know on y'all can go back and listen to the episode like two weeks ago i guarantee or maybe three weeks ago i guarantee you to win and sure enough we pulled it out so it was a 2v2 scramble and basically if you don't know what a scramble is you know you're you and your partner will both tee off choose the best shot and you will go on from there keep choosing the best shot until you're done with the hole um and we gave adam and tony uh, 12 strokes. Now, when we first started planning it, we at first said we would give them a stroke a hole, so 18 strokes total. And then we kind of did a preliminary match. Adam and Tony played the two of them by themselves one day when they had the free time, and so did me and Cam. And me and Cam shot one under um, that day, and I believe whenever Adam and Tony played, they shot... I think it was something crazy. It was like with their 18 strokes, they shot like a 64, 65, something like that. And uh, me and Cameron, like, oh, wow, they've they've improved uh, dramatically since we first started talking about this. So we were talking about it. We compared our scores and we were like, all right, let's, you know, I still feel like we should give them, you know, Adam and Tony the advantage because they are less experienced than us. Um so we gave them 12 strokes, so that would still give them the upper hand. Um, and so we played yesterday, and me and Cam, I mean, we played very well together. Um, my back nine was just absolutely tremendous. Uh, my irons and my putting just, and off the tee, honestly, my my driver swing, which Cam has been helping me with as well, um, 
was just on. And we and me and Cam ended up shooting a 68, which is a three under at Charwood Country Club. And Cam and uh, Tony and Adam, with their 12 strokes, uh, I believe shot a an 80. Let me see. I got it in here somewhere. They shot a 83 um, with their 12 stroke show. Even if we would have still given them 18, we still would have beaten them by like 10. Um, so that was that was pretty sweet. That was a pretty sweet victory. Uh, Adam was absolutely devastated, and I loved every minute of it seeing the devastation on his face because he talked so much garbage the days leading up to it, and he finally had nothing else to say except for excuses, just a lot of excuses. Um, you know, <laughs> on the 15th hole, um, Tony realized that he left his phone on the 10th tee. I don't know how, but he did. So they had to drive all the way back to the 10th tee to look for it. Unfortunately, could not find it. I think the guys uh, behind us maybe was like, ooh, free phone. Um, so that's unfortunate. But, of course, then Adam started saying that after all that waiting and you know driving back and forth, his back tightened up. Well, you know, I had to wait too, and I'm missing part of my lumbar spine, and I felt fine. So, you know... These excuses, I understand. He was talking a lot of junk, and now he feels like he's got to do something about it to to walk back his words. I understand, but you know, you win some, you lose some, and he, Adam, and Tony definitely lost some uh, yesterday for sure. Lost a whole lot. <laughs> it was it was kind of a uh, it was a beatdown. I'm not gonna lie, and it's okay. You know, me and Cam have been playing a lot longer than them, and you know, we are just better. And this is which is a fact. Um, no trash talk here. Just 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 plain cold hard facts. We're better. That's okay. So we're gonna we'll have another one of those two v twos with me and Cam versus Adam and Tony eventually. But we're gonna give them time to practice, get better. So probably spring, early summer, I would think would be the next match of of that um, that type of match. But we will shortly, I'm sure, in the next couple months, be having our original matchups with me and Tony versus Cam and Adam and we will you know let y'all know about that um whenever we get the works in and uh let me tell you Tony putted so well yesterday it was absolutely infuriating um sorry my dog just barked um but yeah it was absolutely infuriating um because Tony putted like a blind person um, the last 2v2 match when he was on my team and uh, he just putted like he had never played golf before in his life and it was infuriating and to see him putt so well when he's playing against me was just it was a little it was a little maddening but that's okay that at least that means when he is back on my team which he is now um, maybe he can start to give me some reads I pray but uh but yeah, so we will we will get those matches going again at some point. We'll do another two out of three type of deal and and uh, we'll see what the catch is with that, you know, what what the winners get. But um besides that, you know, my game is feeling really good. Um 
I kind of had a breakthrough a couple range sessions ago with my irons. Uh, I started taking a bit of a shorter backswing, a little smoother tempo, and I am finding the center of the club face so much more now. Um, it's great. My new Malt B uh, TS2 forged irons are the probably one of the best purchases, probably besides my putter, the best purchase I have ever made when it comes to golf. Um, I can't stress it enough. You know, one day I would love, you know, we're obviously not sponsored by them right now, but, you know, one day I would love to, you know, maybe get in touch with with uh, Ralph Maltby because his business plan is just fantastic. And the equipment that he is making, uh, I think, Truly, if it could, if he could get the world word out more, it would change the golf industry altogether. Um, I just, I don't know why more people aren't using his equipment. Um, you know, it's not cheaply made stuff. I mean, obviously, I'm sure what he's using may be, you know, the materials may be a little less than what your tailor maids and Mizunos are using, but I mean. I got I got fitted for them, and before I bought the malt beast, I actually went and hit the Ping I five hundred forged irons, and I loved them. They felt great. But here's the thing: they're thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars, um, depending on the shafts you get uh, for for eight irons. And for most people, I mean, that's just. That's insane. That's a lot of money to spend on golf clubs. And yeah, you won't replace them for a while, but still, that's that's a lot of money. Um, and I have the Maltbees now, and I went and used them on a simulator. And I, I'm hitting them just as far and just as straight as the Ping I-500s. I'm not u- losing any distance or accuracy. Um, and I'm honestly, I might be gaining accuracy and distance with those because... They're so cheap that I was able to get the best shafts possible for them. And, uh, you know, uh, that's something that I've never had before. I've never had irons where I've had really good fitted shafts for me. And I think that's made a world of difference as well. Um, I have so much more control over them, and I feel so much more confident over the ball now, even with the low irons, which even with my ping irons that I used to have my ping I two hundreds, you know, uh, with the four and five iron, I just, I didn't like hitting them, but I have so much confidence over the ball now that I feel good over the ball. And I think that is one of the most important things just to have the confidence looking down at the club. Um, you know, obviously what the club looks like, isn't as important as, you know, how they're fitted to you and what the material is made out of and the forgiveness level and, and, and everything like that that you need for your game. But you need to like what you're looking at before you swing because that's, you know, we're, we are visual people. Um, and Malpy Irons, the golfworks.com, they, they make really good-looking clubs and they're cheap, you know, I think. They have iron sets, forged iron sets, for like $300. That's insane. That's like two two irons from your tailor-maids or pings. You know, Adam is about to get 
a whole set of cavity bags from them. And it's only going to cost them like $175 for, I think, nine irons. That's unheard of. And they're good irons. They're good quality. They're going to last. And they feel good and look good. I, I just, you know, to all beginners and all people of all, you know, skills and ages and, and, and everything, please go to golfworks.com. Um, we are not sponsored by them, but, you know, we love them and we would love to be sponsored by them one day. And, um, you know, we're only going to have sponsors and we're only going to talk about things that are going to benefit you guys because that's what we're here for. You know, we, we want to benefit all the beginners, all the intermediate, all the players, all the, you know, pros, amateurs, whatever it is, we want to benefit y'all um, from our, you know, experiences. And yeah, the golfworks.com, I mean, it's, they're, they're great clubs and I don't understand why they're not more well known. Um, but I highly recommend it. They have, um, game improvement irons, super game improvement irons. They have forged irons like I have. They have forged blades. Um, they have forged wedges. They have multiple types of wedges. Um, you can get three wedges from them for $130. (laughs) I mean, you know, one Titleist SM eight wedges, $149.99 right now. Just one. And, you know, I haven't hit the, the Maltby wedges granted, but from what their irons feel like, I'm sure they feel great. And honestly, when it's time to replace my SM sevens, I'm going to get the Maltby irons. Um, they're just, it's just a steal. I mean, it's literally like gold, um, that you just don't know you have. So yes, please go and visit there. You know, you can get completely custom made clubs. They are a little more expensive, but even still, I got completely custom made forged irons for less than $700. And for brand new, you can't get that price anywhere else at all. So I highly recommend it. Anyways, let's talk about the Farmers Insurance Open. So the winner today was Patrick Reed. I'm sure you all know him. Speaking of Patrick Reed, when we were golfing yesterday, the ranger of the country club uh, stopped by and just was chatting with us for a little bit while we were waiting behind a group. And he looked at Cam and said, you know, you got a bit of a Patrick Reed thing going on there. And I laughed and I said, yeah, but he's got a better attitude. He doesn't cheat as much. And he, he laughed and <laughs> drove drove away. And then Cam looked at me and said, did he just call me fat? <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's it's odd to compare. I, I, I think Patrick Reed might be the last person I would compare a stranger to because I feel like that's a little rude. It's a little passive aggressive, I feel like, but you know, whatever. I, I'm sure, I'm sure the man meant no harm. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Patrick Reed, he is the winner today, and he had another bit of a uh, incident again. Um, so apparently, he hit his tee shot into the rough. 
and it was a blind tee shot, so he didn't see it land, he claims, and he thought that the ball was embedded. So before he even talked to a rules official or anything like that, I think he did talk to his group, but he didn't talk to a rules official. He went ahead and teed it, uh, marked it, and picked it up and uh, to see if it was embedded. And I guess the rule is if the ball is embedded, it you know it can't bounce. If there was a bounce first and then it landed, that can't count as an embedded golf shot. It can only be if it just went straight from your tee to wherever it landed and boom, embedded. Um, and I guess there was a lot of controversy going around that if the ball bounced, if it didn't bounce, you know, that Patrick Reed refused to like look at replays. Um, but at the end of the day, the rules official apparently came up to Patrick Reed and said, everything was fine. It didn't bounce. You know, you're good. So I don't know. Yes, he, he has done some shady things in the past, but that one maybe he kind of went about what he did in a shady way this time again, but I actually don't think he broke any rules technically, um, according to the rules official, but you know, Patty Reed doesn't have a good attitude most of the time, and he's kind of a jerk. And, you know, that's not just my opinion. That's a lot of pros have said things about Patrick Reed on and off the golf course. And, uh, yeah, I think he just has, unfortunately, that reputation and uh, that stigma around him. And I don't know. I... He's definitely done some shady things in the past, but that's the thing. Cheating on the PGA Tour is almost impossible. You, you're you going to get caught. I mean, you, you, you got a bunch of cameras around you. You know, yes, you don't have as many patrons right now, but you still have rules officials. You still have eyes on you at all times, at all angles. So you really can't blatantly cheat. Um And, you know, speaking of cheating, I feel like cheating is something that I've always found strange, especially with golf. Um, But it happens, and I think, I don't know. Um, I don't know why, especially people who aren't playing for anything, who are just, you know, playing a regular game, like, What's what's so important that you want to change your score or that you want to do something? I mean, I don't know. I just when it's bl- when it's so blatant like that, I, I don't understand. It's not going to help you, you know. Yes, I will. I will admit that you know, playing with Cam, playing with Adam and Tony, you know, will give each other relief from time to time, like we're not going to hit it off the cart path, off of rocks, off of roots, anything like that, because we're not professionals who get free clubs. I don't want to break an iron head for, from hitting off of roots. I also don't want to break my wrist or my hand. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not going to play as it lies, you know, all, you know, like that to a, (laughs) to a fault. Um, you know, yeah, I'm not going to push it back into the fairway. I'll just move it a little bit to where it's not in 
you know, on a route or on rocks or on the cart path, but, uh, cause I'm just not going to ruin my clubs like that. I don't, I don't make millions of dollars. I don't get clubs for free from, from TaylorMade or from Titleist. It just doesn't work that way. Unfortunately, I would love to get free clubs, but right now that is not something that's happening. Um, so until then I'm not going to hit off of places that are going to affect my clubs or myself in that way. Um, but you know, cheating your score, you know, cheating your, you know, put kicking your ball into the fairway from the rough, you know, trying to be sneaky about it. I don't, I don't get it, but you know, that's, that's just me. Um, but yeah, on the PGA tour, on any professional tour, European tour, whatever it is, LPGA, you can't, you're not going to be able to blatantly cheat and get away with it. There's just no way. Um, so yeah, Patrick Reed has done, I don't really have a problem with Patrick Reed's, um, you know, cheating controversies because I don't think a lot of what he did helped him tremendously. (laughs) Um, you know, there was that one issue with the sand, like he was like, they were saying that he was like improving his lie, but I don't really get that because it was in a, I think it was in a trap where you could place your club. So I don't, I don't know. My problem with Patrick Reed is just his attitude. I don't like his attitude. I don't like the way he treats people. Uh, I don't, you know, that's a different thing for me, but I don't know. I, I think people need to stop making such a big deal out of his quote unquote cheating stuff. Cause if he truly is doing something very wrong and, you know, cheating very badly, he's he's not going to get away with it. He's got cameras on him. He's got rules officials right there. Um, so, yeah, I don't... And I also think no matter what would have happened with that um, embedded lie nonsense, he still would have won. He won by five today. So he, you know, okay, to give him two strokes, he still would have shot, you know, uh, 12 under and we would have won by three. <laughs> so I don't think it's that big of a deal, but, uh, you know, Tony Finau played really well and Xander Shoffley as well. Uh, I don't know Ryan Palmer or, uh, Henrik Norland, Norlander, but, uh, they played well as, as well. Victor Hovland was up there again. He is someone who he's not going away. He's being very consistent right now, which is which is good. Um, but we'll we'll see what he what he does in the future. I want to talk about Roy McIlroy for these next eight minutes. Um, I love Roy McIlroy. I love his attitude towards the game. I love his passion for it, and most importantly, I love his swing. I th- he his swing is my favorite swing on the tour. Uh, I think it looks so repeatable. It just looks so straight back up and down. Just yeah, you don't see much movement in his head. I mean, it, it's it's a very good athletic swing. I think it might be the most athletic swing since like you know early Tiger. Um, he he's a very athletic golfer and it shows i mean he he 
absolutely pounds the golf ball. Um, his miss hits are still flying like 290. And it's, it's crazy. But I've been pulling for him to win some of these tournaments so many times. And he's just not getting the job done. And today was really bad. He was, at one point, he was like 9 or 10 under, close to the lead. And I'm looking now, I didn't get to watch all of it today. He finished at 600 today. He shot a plus one. And I don't want to say that he's becoming a choke artist, but he's choked the last few tournaments. And it's it's bumming me out because I really like him. And I, I he was, you know, he's definitely not Jordan Spieth level to his, you know, uh, downward spiral, but downhill spiral, but, uh, you know, he, when he was younger, I mean, he was just this big hot shot who young kid who was just winning left and right. And he's just not getting the job done right now. And I don't, I don't know what's going on. His swing is so good. And he, I think it's his, it must be his recovery game. I think that's what, it is when he's not in the fairway, when he doesn't have a good lie, or if he's in the bunker, you know, he's, it's not the best, and I think that's what's messing him up, because off the tee and off the fairway, he's great, but I think putting in his short game just is not where it needs to be, and I think if he can just fix that, if he can fix his recovery game and his short game, that maybe, just maybe, uh, he will... He'll get there and start winning again because uh, I really I really like him. He's one of my favorite golfers, one of my favorite swingers of the golf club, um, and I hope he can he can get it together. Um, so yeah, I I hope he can get it together, but we'll see. Anyways, that's about it for the PGA Tour right now. Um, not sure what tournament we have next. Um, Let's see. Next week's... My dog keeps barking. Next week's uh, tournament is the AT&T. No, no, it's not. That's not next week, but the week after is the AT&T, February 11th through the 14th. Um, oh, next week is the Phoenix Open. The Waste Management, that's exciting. Um, so we will be at the, uh, what is that, TPC? Is that TPC Phoenix, or what is that course? Um, I forget the course name. TPC Scottsdale. Yeah, TPC Scottsdale. So that will be very exciting. I, I don't know what um, that par 3 is going to look like. I don't know if they're gonna have. I think I think they're gonna have, an uh, you know patrons, but obviously it's gonna be limited capacity right now. So we'll see what it looks like. It's obviously not gonna be as loud as it usually is on I think what's that sixteen or fifteen something like that. Um, but we'll see. Uh, other exciting news: uh, my wife surprised me. My darling wife surprised me with Sunday tickets for the PGA. Um, championship and I really hope we can go I hope that um, 
that will be able to go, that there will be patrons allowed. Um, but that will be awesome. And I believe um, Cam is going as well. I think he's going on Sunday too. So hopefully we can meet up there at some point and we'll, we can maybe get some videos and, and stuff for you guys. But I am very excited. I hope maybe that will be my first time ever getting to see Tiger play live. Um, and, you know, maybe he'll just make my, my life and, and win on Sunday. And, uh, you know, then I can, I can die. I can die a happy man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, very exciting. And we've got a lot of exciting PGA golf stuff going on in South Carolina and North Carolina. Um, you know, so this year we've got the PGA Championship at the Ocean Course in Kiowa. Um, beautiful course. I've always wanted to play it. One day we will, but at least for now I'll get to at least walk the grounds and and see it in tip-top um, pro you know, tournament shape. Um, and then next year, the 2022 President's Cup is in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is only an hour and a half from us in Columbia. And I would very much like to go to that, so I will probably plan on on going to that as well, especially if Tiger's playing. But even if he's not all the same, I'll, I'll still go. But it would be even more exciting if Tiger was there, obviously. But hopefully I will see him play in May. And, yeah, I'm very excited. And hopefully we can get some great content out of that. So until next week, guys, I hope you all are doing well, staying safe, and hitting them straight. And I hope you all have a good rest of your, your week, and hopefully you all get to play some good golf. And until, the, until next week, I will talk to you all later. All right. See you.